It's Ralphie tonight. We're hanging out with Megan Trainer. We haven't seen her in a minute. Her uh, new song, No Excuses, is out now. Megan, thank you for a few minutes, first of all. Second of all, I noticed on this song and now on this upcoming third album you're, you're going to drop with Epic that your whole family and your fiancé are involved with pretty much every single song. Why is that? Because I love them. Um, <laughs> thanks for having me. No, my family was there every single day supporting me. My mom is my assistant right now. My brother is my, my older brother is my camera guy now. He films my life. And my fiance is obsessed with me and just comes to work with me every single day. He's out there taking a nap. And my dad is also here supporting me every single day because he's retired now. So I get to just drag him everywhere. And they were the only people at the studio. And I said, y'all can sing. Come in here and sing. And I realized how good it sounded. And I was like, how sweet is that that I can have my whole family on the album? So I made him sing on everything. That's uh, it, it, It's cool. Are there any other changes besides that from the second to third album with your music or no? That's different, yep. And uh, I have one producer for this new album that I haven't worked with before. So um, it's, a, it's a new sound, but it's still, he did such a good job at keeping the Megan Trainer sound. That's like that old school, but brought to modern life. And um, he was very, he's just the best guy to work with. Andrew Wells, he's 22. He's Kids About to Blow Up. He has a Five Sauce new single. He has a Fall Out Boy one. Um, but he's so good to work with because any opinion I have, he's just like, yep. Like he doesn't question me or say like, no, it's a terrible idea. He's like, absolutely. Let's try it. And, um, so every song I got to help with producing and, and it sound, they all sound cohesive. It sounds like a family. And I haven't done that yet. A lot of my albums sound like different genres all over the place, but this one is like, these songs are in the same family. Was that a problem in past album cycles where you had good ideas that you thought were maybe being suppressed and you weren't able to, to follow your gut as much as you wanted to? Sometimes. There's a lot of opinions and I was very, I was listening, I always listen to everyone's opinion and some, and it'll ruin my whole day if they're like, I was told um, if, you, if I put Like I'm an Illusion on my first album, it would have ruined the entire album. They're like, don't do this or it'll ruin the whole album. I was also told that would bang them sticks. Remember that jam back then at 3 a.m. that I was going to ruin the album. And um, I was also told on album two, you can't put doo-wop on there because no one wants that anymore. Like crazy stuff. That, and I was just like, I know my fans more than all of you with your opinions know my fans. And I know what they want to hear and they're going to be upset. So um, I've been trying this album. I've been trying to really listen to my gut and really go with what I know the fans will love and react to. And so far, we're doing it. We got number one on iTunes today. Congratulations for that. And obviously, you also brought this song to TV on Fallon. Uh, How was that? So good. So much fun. I love Fallon. I love Ellen. I just I did both of those, too. I'm so excited about it. They looked great. I looked great. I didn't have to wear Spanx. It was such a great feeling. Um, I feel so confident. It's a, it's the easiest song I've ever had to perform, but it's fun because I still get to show off uh, my vocal range and um, I get to dance a little bit. But the other songs like No was so difficult to perform because a lot of words, a lot of uh, melodies are very quick and a lot of dance moves. This one's just fun. I just have a good time. And it's only two minutes and 30 seconds. So it feels like a hot second on TV, you know? Um. Doing TV now with the four, do you have a different appreciation for when you perform on TV? Like, do you look at it a different way or no? I try to tell myself it's just a room of 30 people. Like the Fallon audience doesn't look that big. And but on TV, it's huge, you know, and and that's with every TV show looks way bigger on the actual television. So I try to go into those performances like 
It's only me and Ellen and a bunch of people, and that's it. It's not millions of people watching at home. And somehow I can really block that off and pretend like I'm just going to make these people in the crowd have the best time ever, and then I'm going to not swear. I'm going to look at this camera and make it fall in love with me. Did somebody give you that advice, or is that something you just derived on your own? Jesse J told me um, when you're performing at award shows and stuff, because after Bang Bang, after she performed that with Ariana and Nikki, I was like, man, how you attack that camera and like pretended no one else was there. And when you were in an arena and it was like the AMAs or something huge, she was like, I don't worry too much about everyone here in the audience. I worry about those million people at home. And I'm like, oh, my God, I do opposite. I'm like, no one's at home watching. It's just them. Have a good time. And, but she's very smart. And that's a very smart thing that I always have to remember. So I pretend that camera is like one person. And I'm like, this is for you and you only, you know. That's a good. That, they teach us that in hosting, too. Yeah. Like, you're only supposed to talk singularly. You don't say, hi, everyone, because right. you want to have that intimate connection yeah, yeah, yeah. with the other person that's on the other end, whether they're listening or watching or whatever the case may be. Yeah, the camera becomes a, a human being. Absolutely. We'll wrap it up with Megan Trainer. All right, so you were on the floor, and obviously you're on the same label as, and have been on one of his albums as well, DJ Khaled. Do you have a favorite Khaled phrase? Oh, my God, there's so many. Uh Secure the bag. He says that a lot, and he's like, keep a vibe. He always lights a candle before he's about to say something. Um, he always says, before Diddy speaks, he goes, y'all ready for what's about to happen? And I try to jump in when he does that now because it's just so often. Uh, there's so many good catchphrases. They're, they're all, he's a genius. What else can you tell me real quick about the third album? Third album, um, all upbeat tempo all jams, all it's a huge party. Every song could be played at a wedding or a prom or a club, which I love. And uh, there's only one ballad, and that ballad will rip your heart apart and make you cry in the best way. It's well, kind of like a Grey's Anatomy episode, like a season finale of Grey's Anatomy in one song. <laughs> like with the fray playing in the background, exactly, like super. Exactly, that's what this ballad is. Well, I definitely can't wait to hear that. Can't wait for the rest of the album as well. Megan Trainer, thanks for a few minutes. Thank you. Thanks for having me.